Football Podcast. I want us to do a profile on Radu Dragusin, who is uh, expected to join Tottenham this week. Personal terms have been agreed. There's not much distance between Genoa's demands of 30 million euro transfer fee and Tottenham software, which I believe is around about 25 originally. So there's not much, there's not much to, to, to bridge there. Um, he's, he's a 21 year old centre back. He's been one of the breakout stars in Serie A this season. He's been watched by, by a number of clubs, Premier League clubs like Liverpool and Arsenal, Newcastle, also Italian clubs like Milan and Napoli. Um, his development is is a very very interesting one. He he, he was signed by Juventus in 2018, and um, at the time he was he Juventus beat a number of big clubs to him: Chelsea, PSG, Atletico Madrid. Juventus signed him for 250,000 euros, and he started off in the youth teams. He worked his way up to the next gen team before being called up by by Andrea Pirlo. Um, when he was the manager during the the, the COVID season, 2020-21 season. And he, he was a teenager at that time. He made four appearances that season in all competitions. And he, he yeah, he didn't play that much, but he was seen as, as quite an interesting talent. He then, he spent the, the next season, 21-22, on loan with Sampdoria uh, and Salernitana in Serie A. He made 22 uh, appearances across both teams. Sampdoria got relegated, and Genoa brought uh, brought uh, brought him in first on loan with a, with an option to buy, and he played a very very important role last season as as Genoa got promoted. And this season, back in Serie A, he has been a he has been a key man for 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 a Genoa team who. You know, as we said before, when we, when we were talking earlier in the show about the the, the draw with Inter, who've uh, yeah, uh, they're doing well this season. They're, they're producing a lot of um, very talented players. Um, Albert Goodmanson, who I think is going to join a big club this summer, he's also been linked to a Premier League move. Aston Villa, um, Matteo Retegi, of course, is a goal scorer. French French who some of his stats are insane this season in centre midfield. Um, yeah, Radu Dragosin is is one of these one of these guys who. It, well, he's going to join Spurs, and he's um, yeah, he's got the ability to play for a bigger team than Genoa. And he's um, if I tell you what kind of player he is, he's a, he's a very aggressive defender, very strong mentality. Mentality. He's he's first in Serie A this season for for tackle success rate um, for players that have attempted fifteen plus tackles a game. He he's rarely dribbled past. He's he's only been dribbled past once this season. He's ranked fifth in Serie A for number of clearances averaged per game. I think his best attribute is probably aerially. He's brilliant in the air. He's, he's second in Serie A for defenders, for, for aerials one per game. 3.7 aerials one on average per match. Only Udinese's Jacobillo has has more. That makes him fifth among among all players, it's actually pretty tight from second to fourth. Then you've got Jurich, the big monster, who's just way, every season he's way out uh, ahead of every <laughs> ahead of everyone. Uh, Jurich. Um, so yes, if if um, if Dragazine was to replicate these kind of numbers, uh, aerial numbers at Tottenham, he would instantly become one of the best defenders in the league aerially, um, and that obviously makes him a, a threat from set pieces. He scored he scored uh, twice <coughs> this season. He scored the winner against Verona. 
and he scored the, the equaliser in the, the last game last weekend against Inter to, 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 yeah. earn, to earn general point. Um, so I think in terms of his aggression and his aerial strength, he is well suited to the Premier League. But I do think he, he does have some weaknesses. I mean, I can, I've watched, watched more of him at Juventus than, than at Genoa. He was very impulsive. Um, at Juventus, he, if you think of Tottenham fans that are listening to this, think of a, a young Christian Romero who's very aggressive, likes to do interceptions, comes out of his area or his zone, let's say, uh, with his impulsiveness, and he he he's a bit like that. He needs to rein that in, and I think he started has to he has started to rein that in as he's matured, but he can still be a bit too aggressive, kind of vacating his position, trying to win a ball when sometimes he needs to be conservative. That That's always been my criticism with Romero and still is, to be honest with you. Um, at Juventus, his passing was a weakness. It has improved since then, um, but I think there will still be question marks there. Um, he he was compared by a colleague of mine, football my football transfers colleague, Sam Maguire, as a, a very poor man's Virgil van Dijk. So, Take that as you want. I mean, it's very poor man's Virgil van Dijk is the words used. So, you know, <laughs> take that as you want to take it. Um, he plays in a back three at Genoa. So he will need to adapt to, to, not, to Tottenham's back four. I'm not sure what system Romania used, plays for the Romanian national team. Um, but, but for Genoa anyway, uh, in club football, he'll need to adapt. Mm. Also, the styles of play are very different. Genoa play counter-attacking football under Alberto Giladino. They average only 42% possession a game which is the third lowest in Serie A they sit back and basically hit on the transitions um, whereas of course uh, Ange Postecoglou, we know he plays front foot football he likes to dominate possession a high press very high line 59% average a game which I don't know where that sits in the Premier League it must be it must be after City it must be the second highest after City maybe maybe, maybe Brighton I don't know but anyway it's one of the one of the highest in the in the, in the Premier League so it's going to be um yeah, it's going to be a big. Uh, it's going to be a big change from style of play. Um, so, so yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how how Dragozin's going to do. I, I don't want to come out either way and say. I mean, with Adagi, I was certain he would be a big hit. With Vicario, I was certain we did. We you know we we, we interviewed Adagi, we we profiled Vicario, and we said as much. With Dragozin, I don't know. I'm on yeah. the fence with with him. What, what, what do you think of, of Dragozin? How he's going to do there? Yeah, I'm, I'm very much on the fence. I'm very much on the fence with him as well. Um, I think it's too soon to say anything definitive, but I mean, he's had a great, he's had a very good season with Genoa so far. Uh, he's a youngster, and, and of course, Tottenham feel that he could, he could potentially be be a be a fantastic find. Um, and for Genoa, it's it's a no brainer because the amount of money on on, on offer here. Um, but he has interesting pedigree, uh, Dragoshin, because his mother and father, <clears throat> sorry, are both former Romanian internationals in basket, basketball and volleyball. And he's got a sister, a uh, younger sister who also plays basketball. So it's a sporting family. It's, it's one of those things in, in today. I've, I haven't done any, you know, I haven't studied it, but it's very interesting to see how many of these young players who come up come from sporting families and he's another one. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, it's interesting. Uh, but look, I, I think I, 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 I'm not, I can't imagine that Spurs are buying him to start. I mean, he's only, he's turning 20, he's turned, he turns 22 in February, early February. Mm. So, I well, they've had an injury crisis at centre back, haven't the, they? And they've been, they've been playing fullbacks yeah. at centre back for quite, quite a while now. And Romero's yeah. out for, for, a, for, a, for a while, isn't he? So, I, I think. Yeah. Van de Ven and Romero are going to be the first choice, aren't they? And 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 then he's going to yeah, be, of course, you know, yeah. 
behind them, but they need someone. Um, mm. And I think Tony yeah. Bowe was their first choice, I believe. Well, I'm sure that I know that he was their first choice. So um, yeah, he's he's, a, he's kind of a, a backup option. Um, and and yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think from Genoa's point of view, it's a, like you said, it's a great profit. They signed him for 5.5 million, and that only was made permanent, I believe, this summer, wasn't it? Because he was on loan, well, this past summer, because he was mm. on loan for the first bit. Um, so it's a huge profit from 5.5 to you know 25 to 30 um, straight away, and. Um, for Juventus, this is the second time that they've sold a player who then went to Tottenham just very weeks or months after for huge money. And the lot, you know, the other one being Romero, of course, who went to Atalanta, mm. and then they sold him on the same summer for after making that permanent for for for, for huge huge money. Um, so so yeah, I don't know. Maybe there's a bit of regret there at, at Juventus. Um, uh, it also, like I said before, it shows how well Genoa are doing. They, they are developing some really quality players. I mean, Goodman said. Well, the thing is, one thing I really think Genoa are doing really smart is that with you know Dragosin leaving, it won't hurt them as much because they have Alan Maturo in the in the squad there, who is mm. a central defender from Uruguay, who was the best central defender in the Under Twenty World Cup. Remember when the Uruguay beat Italy? Um, he was the defender of the tournament, and he is a very good player. And he joined in January well, exactly a year ago, uh, to sign for Genoa then. Uh, but yeah, so, so they do have a replacement in house and I'm, and, and I really rate Maturo. So I'm going to be very happy to see if he can get more playing time now. 